Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nicky Delaney. So what? Yeah, it's the uh, third part of the Noel Concord Odyssey. It's a BBC One special event, you could call it, from 1989 where Noel Edmonds took to the skies, as he enjoyed doing, and uh, got on board Concorde and went all the way to America in a 50-minute special. Not live, sadly, because that would have took three hours and that would have bored the tits off of everyone. Plus, I don't think it would have been possible. Mm. Or would it? Because it was only a few years before when Phil Collins went from... Yeah, you can't follow it the whole Philadelphia. way. I don't think you can follow it the whole um, way. You keep losing signal, wouldn't you? Yeah, it would be it would be messy. Mm. So Noel obviously had that in mind. Um, so this is just a, a pre-recorded, edited thing. We're just at the point um, a few minutes in, and Noel has um, quite simply said, uh, "Out on the ramp, the lady herself, yeah. every glamorous inch, uh. personifying <laughs> the British Airways radio call sign." Speedbird. Speedbird. Every glamorous inch of her, the lady, of course. Uh, glistening, she's speedy, glistening, firm yet moist. moist. That's Concord. She's, that's Speedbird. She's speedy, and she's a bird. <laughs> and I'm going to fly her, but not before I put my cock in it. I'm going to be inside her very soon. <laughs> I'll be inside her for just over three hours, <laughs> which I think you'll agree is quite a feat. Oh, we've got some noise in the uh, background. If you hear, uh, apologies like if you hear noise in the background. This is, um, I'm recording with Cookie the dog inside the Vita mm. Modular. The last time yeah. I attempted this, listeners may remember that she defecated on the floor of the Vita Modular. Yeah. Uh, now, as- assembled the pen... To contain her, right? Um, yep. I put her bed in, and I've also mm-hmm. taken a precaution of putting in some—I um, don't know what you call them—absorbent pads, right? Right, in yeah. ca- case she gets caught short while I'm podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and she I doesn't th- you know, sound all that happy about well, this. I, this I, can't, I can't leave her in the house on her own, 
So she's had to come over. She doesn't know. She's. I, I'll admit, she's not that happy. She's. She's confused. Mm. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing here. She's she wondering what I'm doing. Is. She's looking yeah. at me, thinking, "What's he doing? He's talking to that computer. He's talking to. He can't yeah. hear. She can't hear you. So she just thinks no. I'm talking at a computer. That's disturbing do, for her. Do you have a, a backup set of headphones that you could put on her? That she could listen to and, jo- yeah, and possibly join that, in. Couldn't we, Cookie? Do you want to put headphones so you can hear Uncle Andy? We're talking about Noel Edmonds going on Concord. You might enjoy it. Well, she's wagging her tail, which is a good sign. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> she's almost good. always wagging her tail. To be honest, that's one of the oh, things I like nice about having a dog. Is that they're so stupid? Yeah. They're happy even when they're sad. She's like moaning, but at the other end, the tail's still wagging because she's thinking this is distressing. But at the same time, it's a bit of an adventure. <laughs> Yeah. And life is an adventure, and it's always exciting and distressing simultaneously, I suppose. It is. It is. That's um, the way she's looking at it. Are you sure it. this is going to work, or should we do this later on, or tomorrow, or something? Uh, I'm fine. Let's, wanna... let's, let's keep going. It's fine with me. All right. If you don't think it's too annoying for the listeners, I, I yeah. think I think usually she settles down, mate. Usually she settles down All in right. the end. Okay. I'm mm. okay with that. Whatever works for you. Uh... So, Speedbird, yeah. Um, we see some luggage being loaded onto the plane. Uh, but this isn't just any luggage. This is Concorde passenger luggage. Yeah. This is deluxe luggage. And it says, and Noel himself says, the passenger's luggage is loaded with individual care. Yeah. Uh, Concorde doesn't use the more conventional containerized baggage handling system. It's almost <laughs> like, you know... The, That's for the, the, the scum... That's for the scum yeah. on charter flights to Torremolinos. You won't get any uh, swarthy Spaniards with a cigarette dangling out the sides of their mouths, <laughs> handling your bags with their Don't worry palms. about that. This would be gloved hands by people who are educated at minimum to grammar school <laughs> le- level. Gloved UK hands at both ends, at America as well. Send them over. And it will be there will be no American hands bespoke. upon your luggage, and all luggage on Concorde is, of course, leather luggage. No man-made <laughs> fibres, not on this bird. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, we, there's an external inspection by a flight engineer. He's basically kicking the tyres of the plane. He's having a look around, having a look underneath, seeing if anything's fallen off or loose. Andy, when you um, go when you go on your holidays, what sort of luggage do you like to take with you? Do you take eighties luggage, which is either a huge fucking like really flimsy, massive holdall, right? That's like the the nylon is so thin, the zip is going to like give on its first attempt, right? Or seventies luggage, which is a proper fucking square 70s. suitcase, like you see Leather. them on Carry On Abroad. Mm. And it's with impossible to straps. lift with belt straps, yeah. Um, yeah. Or sometimes early nineties luggage for me was I'd have a right shabby old big rucksack, and we all yeah. got by fine, didn't we? But now luggage is different. Everything has to be on wheels with a little handle. Well, I recently upgraded. Last year, I upgraded to a four-wheeled suitcase. Wow! I'd been using a two-wheeler for a few years. Yeah. But I thought it was starting to fall a bit. I thought, it's let's time. go four wheels. Mm. Let's go four wheels. Let's do it properly. And are you, and, are you uh, enjoying that? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love just lifting the handle up just to the... Because it, it's got adjustable heights, the handle. 
Yeah. So I can just hold it at a height that's just right for just wheeling it along mm. by my side. Mm. And I feel like every inch the international traveller and jet setter. Yeah, I well, I've, I've played, I've travelled by playing with you, and you do sort of carry yourself. You remind me a bit of DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can. Yes, that's what I aim for. When yeah, you yeah. sashay through a departure lounge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I talked about it before. I had a, a solo trip to Alicante in oh, September, yeah. Yeah. which was oh, it was the dream. I still, I still yearn for doing that again where I just dumped the kids for three days and just fucked off and sat on a balcony and got the sun and, and read books and stuff. It was lovely. But uh, I bought a special um, hand luggage size mini case for that. It's a suitcase. It's got wheels. It's yeah. got the handle. Mm. But it's specially designed so that it fits into the uh, the hand luggage requirements yeah, of all I've, the major airlines. I've got one of them. You feel oh, great when fantastic. you get through because they look at it and they think, yeah. this looks like a suitcase on wheels. You're checking that. I go, no, I'm fucking not. Get your no, tape no. measure out. This is coming with me, yeah. mate. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. And then you fuck off up to the Greggs. Yeah. The, uh, in the departure lounge. Weigh it. Weigh it and wait, dickhead. It's coming with me. I mean, You're not getting your filthy mitts on this. I know it's not big and it's not clever, but that was a 6.45am flight that I was on. I get out of bed at like four in the morning to get there for it. I've but just it meant yeah. that I was I was through check in in seconds and I had a pint in my hand at five past five in the morning. Legendary. I um <laughs> I've just booked a family holiday for the summer. Portugal okay. Portugal package <gasps> package deal. Um yeah. and uh it's a six AM flight from Gatwick on the Oof. day of departure. So I'm seriously putting some thought towards uh airport hotel the night before might have to be done yeah. I've done it before so. and it's extremely exciting <laughs> so that's yeah. one of the things that appeals so to me to sleep it's so exciting to go the night before and stay yeah. in like the Gatwick Holiday Inn or something like yeah. that it's fucking knockout mate I did, that, I did a holiday a few years ago to Menorca because I am the logistics king yeah I shopped around and it was it was about 900 quid cheaper to go from Edinburgh because Scottish school holidays are different to English school holidays. Oh yeah, yeah. So we drove That's a good idea. Yeah. What a great uh, idea. We drove up to Edinburgh, and then but then when we got back, it was something like half eleven at night. So we just stayed in the travel lodge next to Edinburgh. Yeah, it was brilliant. So that was like a it bonus holiday. Extend night. the adventure. <laughs> yeah. Andy Dawson travel. Extend the adventure. The adventure never ends with Andy <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> So that was good. Um, so, yeah, the flight engineers having a look at the tyres. The captain and the first officer are testing everything that flashes, moves or beeps on the flight deck. And there's a lot of stuff on the flight deck there mm. uh, in the cockpit. Um, right. I think there's a bit where we hear the captain say, I've checked it, it's 100%. <laughs> I'm convinced that there's a lot less communication in real life than there is for the show because I think a lot of it <laughs> yeah. they're doing it every fucking day it's just normal yeah. it's like if someone yeah. said if Noel Edmonds came to us and said I want to do a documentary about Britain's most prolific podcasters okay we go alright and then we go I just want it to be real just do your usual thing and we're just like literally you know one of us whatsapps the other one saying PR stands for pod ready insight to our yeah. code language there listener and then we like WhatsApp each other and go, all right, yeah, how's it going? All right, also, three, two, one, record. Also the, words, 
especially the word podvailable as well. Are you podvailable today? But then uh, a huge amount of our communication is done almost with the the merest, most imperceptible raise of the eyebrow or flick of the eye, Mm. right? Because we've been Mm. doing it together for so long. And that wouldn't work for old Noel. He'd be like, I need you to make it more explicit. So I need you to throw in some technical terminology like, we are good to go. And like Andy needs to press a number of buttons on his laptop. We are mm. approaching. Uh, rec- we are R minus five, minus four, <laughs> minus three, minus two, minus one. We are recording the podcast. Commence podding. Yeah, and that's what I think he's done here because they're they're mm. over talking when he goes. It's a hundred percent. I don't think he'd say that in real life. I think Noel has encouraged him to say extra <laughs> things to make it feel more sexy. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's also a bit later on where the the captain talks us through all of the stuff that's in the cockpit. Yeah. And he basically just points out three things. Yeah. And it looks like all of the other dials and readings and things are just there I've for always, decoration. But I have always <laughs> yeah. thought that about cockpits anyway. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the speedometer. That's, yeah. the, that's the petrol gauge. And that one there, yeah. that tells you the temperature outside. And there's a... There's a compass that tells us which direction we're going in. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. And that's it. That's your lot. This other stuff is just uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors, to be honest. John there's got a map. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and the uh, Alpha... This is Alpha Beta, is it this one? I can't remember what it's called again, because there's two Concords. Yeah. And the other one is Alpha Alpha, which is the first Alpha, yeah. one. And there's a, a bit of footage of Alpha Alpha. It's at its 12,000 hours service after 12 years in service. And it's done 12 million sky miles. So obviously there's this bit of footage, which is obviously it's just complete. Um, we'll call it null nip. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it totally is null nip. It's absolute null nip. And he, he almost well, is twitching. You can see him twitching like a cat twitches when you bring catnip into the room. You know, like their, no, their little yeah. nose goes up and they start sniffing the air. That's sort of what Noel's doing yeah. while they're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't like it. They're just talking about hey, cats. Hey, yeah. Well, get you some dog nip. Yeah, I'll get you some dog. You know what? I'll give her a little treat. That might appease her a little oh. bit. Psychologically, this probably isn't the right thing to do because it because you're rewarding. I'm rewarding whining, aren't I? Yeah, you are. But needs must sit down. Rewarding descent. Sit. Do you want a biscuit? Here, eat that. Eat that and shut your mouth. Here, have a bit of beef jerky that'll keep you going for half an hour. (laughs) I've put all her toys in there, but she's not interested. If you want an update, all she's done is savage the absorbent pad I've put down for her to piss on. (laughs) She's just eating that. <laughs> She'll shit it out later on. Yeah. In the pen. <laughs> I fucking eat this. I'll show you what I think of this. <laughs> it's going inside me. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Alpha Alpha plane it's been stripped back to bare metal. <laughs> the insulation's been stripped back, and then he tells us that the skin temperature of Mac two is the boiling point of water. That means fuck all to anybody, hmm. as far as I'm concerned. It's more uh, Noel jargon, which he loves. Uh, he says the Alpha Alpha's been given a clean bill of health and is confidently expected to fly well into the 21st century. Well, wow. <laughs> that that 
sadly but it turned out didn't not to happen. be true. It got just into yeah. the 21st century and then got cancelled. It did. Uh, tragically, of course. I wish they'd bring it back. Uh, I wish they'd bring it back so much. I mean, that's really why well, we're I doing mean, it. Because, like, I'd love to uh, for us to record a podcast on Concord. Oh, God, yeah. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. I don't suppose you're that bothered by Chris Evans, are you? Uh, Not really. Nah. Well, the thing, thing about him is he's a... I'm never like, I'm not like a, I don't listen to his radio shows or anything. I'm not anti him, mm. but it's never been like, oh, I'm really into Chris Evans. But I'm really interested by him as a bloke, right? Right. And like, I, Psychological study. Yes, he's a fascinating bloke. And he's not unlike, to me, he's the Noel of his generation. And I know I that so, yeah. he said in interviews before that, you know, Noel was like a influence or whatever. Because the same thing, oh, he was but, like a yeah. broadcaster, but he was also a media mogul. Right, mm. and also he like. Um, I mean, this is a bit harsh, but you know the way we say about like no, you can't really see what he does, but whatever it is, it works. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's like yeah. Chris Evans. You know, like Chris Evans will never tell a joke and make you laugh your head off, but whatever mm. it, he, what he does is he surrounds himself with good people and he kind of generates an atmosphere that people find engaging. Right. Anyway, mm. his books are really interesting and like he wrote like I think three memoirs and then either the first or second you know you read how he, he had a very kind of you know very working class background not much money at all in the family blah blah his dad got ill from overwork and he had a lot of struggles and stuff and then like you know you get to the bit where he's decided fuck this I'm gonna buy Virgin <laughs> Radio right <laughs> I, 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 I want to be a radio presenter because I really enjoy it but I'm fed up of having bosses because I hate being told what to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call my agent and tell him to find a way that I could buy a radio station. And the agent goes off and just fucking, I'm going to buy the radio station that I currently work for because that way I'm the boss and I don't have to answer to anyone, right? So (laughs) they just find financial backers and fucking sweet talk them and go, look, who, who better to run this radio station than him? He's like the top broadcaster in the country. He knows the business inside yeah. out. And he sweet talks these investors into backing him. And then he goes to Richard Branson's house. And his agent says, money in a bag. whatever you do, do not ever talk to Richard Branson without me being there. Because Richard <laughs> Branson is the canniest and wiliest negotiator in Britain. And he will Do eat you alive. Do not antagonise Branson. Do not he look at him. Head off. And if he stands up on his hind legs, <laughs> remain totally still. 
It's like look that. At the floor. Look at um, the floor. The man looks like a lion for a reason. <laughs> Fucking Branson does a superb power play on Evans, right? <laughs> because it's like it's very alpha alpha. It's like Evans is a is a yeah. power player too. Stag beats stag. Suddenly he's got into the ring with a fucking super heavyweight. And I can't remember the exact circumstances, but Branson ends up going, there, nah, look, I can't torture you now because I'm dead busy. But um, I could probably torture you if you can... Jo- I'm going on Concord in a minute to New York. If you <laughs> if you come with me, I'll torture you then, right? And That's so, good. And he really casual. So if obviously you can afford to get a ticket or whatever, he's not paying for him. So Chris Evans goes, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So they get on Concord and uh, the agent gets on too. But the agent like falls to sleep or something, which Branson waits for and then goes, mm. Chris, why don't you come up the front and we'll have a chat? So Chris Evans goes up the front and sits and yes, does please. the deal to buy Virgin Radio off of <laughs> off of fucking Branson. And the agent wakes up. Ah, what are you talking to him for? I told you not to talk to him. He probably wait. He probably spiked me drink. <laughs> but the deal's done. And just like yeah. that is what you want. Like this working class kid is like on Concord negotiating to mm. buy a radio station from Richard Branson whilst they fly across the Atlantic. And uh, yeah. I love that. And it makes me want f- for us to get it back up. To do and, that. Well, not to buy anything off Branson. I don't think no. we've got the wherewithal. I mean, you might do, but I, you know, I panic. We could get the backers, I think. But I don't want to buy anything off Branson. All I want to do... Does Branson own Branson Pickle? Is that his still? Or did he no, sell that's that? Bran- that's Branston. Oh, that's okay. Richard, I always thought that's it, Richard he'd... Branston. He <laughs> often Richard. And is he richer than Richard Branson? Or he probably say, is because I mean, they do, but they do the baked beans as well, which are the best ones, I think. Yeah, Branston, yeah. bring out the Branston. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to be minted. Branston, he's yeah. going to be Rich, minted, he's, isn't he? He's, He's, he's changed his name to Richest Branston. Richest Branston. Because I'm fed up with me getting confused with that fucking lion-faced prick. What's he ever done? He's done his fucking records, which is a children's business, right? <laughs> then he's done a fucking radio station. Next thing you know, at one point, he was trying to sell his own fucking cola brand. What a joke. Stick to pickle and beans and you won't go far what's, wrong. What's, what's, what's he doing now? He's trying to go to outer space. Where, <laughs> what the fuck is that about? You know what I did when I saw that he got into outer space? I just upped the production on the beans. That's all you need to do. And I sit back. Stick to what you know. I sit back in my room. Stick with it. I put my feet up. I spend half the day watching that one with Ben Shepard where they have the coins, right? Which I fucking love. I watch that every fucking day. I don't need to do fuck all else. I've got a gym in me on, but, you know, I use it sometimes. I'm not that bothered. Do you watch that? Do you know if them coins are chocolate or not? Because they look like they might be. Because I've had my assistant call ITV. And say, look, Richard Branston, Richest Branston demands to know what's inside them coins. And by the way, I'm one of their main advertisers. Have you seen the amount of ad space yeah. I buy for Branston Pickle and Branston Beans on ITV Daytime? <laughs> That's where my fucking audience are. <laughs> and I've said, listen, if I don't get an answer soon, then I'm withdrawing my investment. I'm going to do a so boycott. And turned out they're not they're not chocolate, but they said they'd send me a couple out. They sent me one gold and one silver that were made of chocolate. And I thought at the least they could. And I've also said I want well, a personal uh, I, I want a personal note from Ben Shepherd himself too. I've demanded that 
I, I, I don't need a phone call or a personal meet and greet. A, a note would be fine with something nice written in it. Although it's not hard to do a video message in this day and age. So, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just you know, saying. Just I don't saying. Wanna, I'm not one to make a fuss, but uh, it's just a thought. <laughs> All the best, um, Richard Branston. <laughs> Richest Branston. <laughs> That'll be me and you. Uh, on Concord tried to buy the rights to Branston Pickle off of Richest yeah. Branston. <laughs> and he'll be fucking leading free. us a merry dance in the fucking negotiations it, as well. He will. He'll take the piss out of us. I like you, no, lads, no, but at the end of the day, what do you know about? You know about podcasting. What does that... What the, You might know a lot about podcasting, but does that mean you have the first clue about Pickle? No, it does not. <laughs> two very different worlds, two very different industries. Trust me. As I said to Richard Branson many a time, stay in your fucking lane. And we'll be like, no, but we think that there is an overlap because we understand the needs and desires of our audience, many of whom are probably Branson consumers. (laughs) We talk about beans in the podcast quite often. Talking about beans and manufacturing the cunts are two very different things. <laughs> Trust me, I've met a million fucking wannabes like you want to get into the beans industry, and you think just because you've eaten a lot of them, you know how to make them and sell them. No, but be careful, is what I'm saying. I've seen a lot of people end up with away. nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, cookie's gone to sleep. That's good, isn't it? Brilliant. Uh, so, what happens next? Uh, yeah, uh, we're back in the cockpit. With Captain John Hutchinson, uh, take off prep. Uh, he's doing all his checks and all that with ground control. Gets clearance to taxi. Uh, lowers the nose of Concorde. Of course, Concorde is uh, the nose, of course, is its most famous element. And anyone with a big nose in the 1970s and 80s were automatically uh, assigned the nickname Concorde. Yeah. Alan result. Smith, you know Alan Smith, this former Leicester yeah. and Arsenal striker, now a um, yeah. uh, sort of very dreary pundit, co-commentator. In very my dreary. opinion, in my opinion, uh, inexplicably still doing the job. I tell you what, I find weird is how they let him often do it on Spurs Arsenal, one of the most hotly contested derbies, and he is an mm. Arsenal legend. It just seems strange mm. to me. But anyway, mm. uh, he looked exactly in his prime. I don't. I can't think of many humans who look more like Concord than him. Yeah, yeah, he's probably up there. Um, Barry Manilow. Manilow, but the thing about Manilow is he had a bit of a perm, didn't he? And so yeah. that, to me, was Alan Smith and people of forever. It's a, an age-old debate. It's like Messi versus Ronaldo. Who's better, Manilow or Smith? Right? People are always comparing them. But for me, Smith was always more aerodynamic. You think so? Because his hair yeah. was very straight. It was lank hair, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very thin hair. Thin hair. Whereas Manilow... Much Manilow, more body. Uh, ...zhuzhed his hair up. I was, I don't say. get me wrong. The word? I am very much a fanilo, which is what you call, like, that's the official yeah. name for fans of Barry Manilow. Not to be confused right. with fanilo, which is what you call someone who is a fan of fanny. Yeah. I'm a fanilo, and uh, I do like him. But for me, the hair was too bulbous for him to ever really be is, a look exactly like Concord. Is is a fanny lord not a not a fan of low fanny? Low fat, low hanging fanny. L- low, oh, low slung. Well, no. Oh, we're going into dangerous territory. Let's move on. Let's yeah. go back to Concord. Stick to what we know. Mm. 
so it's it's proper nerd telly when we're watching all of this take off prep. All I've uh, written is like I'm looking back at my notes from when I first watched this uh, last yeah. week, and um, yeah, Noel is so uh, I've written Noel is so fucking excited the weirdo. And I've obviously been angry whilst watching it at some points because I've also written, this is a vanity project and, t- and a total indulgence. <laughs> it's almost like the BBC Director General's notes after it had been on. Yeah, or I've written into points of view with fucking yeah. Barry Took. Because it, yeah. it's like I'm like thinking, is this what my fucking licence fee's going on? Because Noel is just like, this is just, this is a Jim will fix it for Noel. He, this is his dream. And he's yeah. in, and he is in Dreamland, and you can see how, like, he's almost there's almost like little bits of like um, foamy spit forming at the corners mm. of his mouth because he mm. can't stop talking and enthusing about, it. and that's lovely for him. But I'm thinking yeah. this is an expensive bit of television you've made here, and you're just fucking nerding out over Concord's dashboard, and and for other aeroplane fanatics, of which I mean that's fine if that's what you're into, but it's it's quite a niche. Green niche. I suppose they'd argue, the, well, that's what the BBC the is here for, to cater to yeah, niche interests. Yeah, it is. It absolutely mm. is. ITV would never have done this. No. Uh, and God knows they, they love an indulgence. But there's some, like, phrases that Noel uses which are just, you know, he's just nerding out properly. He's, you know, her secret to sustain high speed is her smooth, classic aerodynamic shape. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, Shut up, Noel. Uh, that's not insightful. We never see Noel from below the waist. At any mm. point, and that's because he's sporting a huge erection, I imagine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Escapade. He says, quite a modest 10,000 pounds of thrust in the supersonic cruise. Whatever that means. <laughs> at some I point, I don't know what that means. There are certain points where it's like, you know, those like magnets you get for the fridge that are like loads of different words that you can arrange in any order. <laughs> yes. He's got yes. like. Um, Words to do with fucking what, <laughs> plain what ones, got? yeah, and <laughs> he's just like, and he's just fucking firing them out in random combinations yeah. excitably. Um, there's a line here. I don't know if we've got this bit yet, but I've made a special note of where he just goes. The most amazing thing about this craft, craft, <laughs> is the way she powers straight up. <laughs> he loves that, didn't he? The way it powers straight <laughs> yeah. up. I don't even know what that yeah. quite means, to be honest. I mean, all uh, that's, again, I, it's, I it's, would have thought all planes do that. It feels like sexual content again. It does, he also yeah. says, Concord can still match the speed of a bullet because she's designed so much like one. Mm-hmm. So they've just made a big bullet with a pointy nose on it and turned it into an aeroplane. But then he, he goes... Uh, Prepare yourself for a sequence of events which are unlike any other flying experience. Yeah, I've made a just note of that exact takeoff. line. And I just thought, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. And it turns out that it's kind of not really that impressive at all. It's just a plane taking off. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. I mean, all of it's like that. I mean, I hate to be like this because obviously, you know, I love Concord. You love Concord. Everyone loves, everyone of our generation yeah. loves Concord. We have the utmost respect for it and we all miss it. But fuck me, Noel. Like, there's a lot of shit you're saying that is like you're really over-promising on shit because, you know, Concord mm. is what it is. But when you're just filming inside the cabin of Cop- of uh, Concord, it's not as exciting as you're making it out to be because it's just a camera inside no. a fucking airplane. I guess it's it's it, the thing is that we all, if you've flown on an airplane, you know what it's like to take off. You watch out the window. Yeah. You go along 
and then it goes up at an angle and everything looks like it's a bit weird and then you go up and up and up and then the, the ground and the people all get small and then you're in the clouds and then mm. you're in the sky and then that, that's basically it for the next three mm. hours or whatever mm. and what we're getting here is we're seeing that instead of out the side of the plane we're seeing it from the front which we yes. probably haven't seen before but it's the same thing it's just <laughs> going along and then up and up and up and up and we don't even get the peak down. It's, it's, it's kind of impossible to really show and demonstrate how amazing Concord is. I think that's what Noel may be learning from this. And therefore, he's having to hype up his hyperbole like to, mm. to, to new levels with each passing moment of this show because it's becoming clear to him that the amazing... The, the amazing fucking science and technical achievement and engineering know-how behind this plane can't really be conveyed via television mm. cameras. It just can't. This he can true. say it goes faster no. than a bullet, but he's probably said, right, what I need is we need to get one of the world's top snipers to fire a bullet alongside the plane. Then I want you to slow the footage right down so we can see the plane beating the bullet through the sky. <laughs> And someone's exactly. gone, no, it's just not possible. Don't fucking yeah. tell me it's not possible. <laughs> That's what they said when I got posh paws onto fucking swap shop. They said it was impossible <laughs> to said, make a mechanical me, dinosaur. They said dinosaurs are extinct, no. You can't bring them back. I said, watch me. <laughs> and I fucking did it. And guess who's fucking ripping me off now? That cunt Spielberg. He's making a whole film. And he got the whole idea from when he was in the UK and he watched fucking Swap Shop. He was here promoting Empire Strikes Back. And he saw Swap Shop and he saw Posh Paws and it gave him the fucking idea. And now he's made loads of fucking Posh Paws and he's going to make a pretty penny out of a movie. And what does old Noly get from it? Fuck all. For now, anyway. My lawyers are very yeah. much taking an interest <laughs> in the production. We're going forensic on this one. <laughs> So the takeoff bit is enhanced by you see Concord getting faster. There's some radio chat with the pilot and the ground control, and then the pilot and the crew are appearing in different squares in the screen. It's like it's it's made to look. They've just jazzed it up to make it look more interesting than it mm. actually is, and it just yeah. takes off, and it's it's pretty normal. Mm. But um, and then there's a bit a bit later on as well where we're seeing. Um, they're going almost Mach 1.8 or whatever. Um, and and you at- can just see out of the windscreen, there's yeah. nothing there. There's just sky. It's sky, yeah. <laughs> so, Do, but- the, um, have you seen uh, Have you seen the bit yet where they talk about the noise cancellation, like how they have to keep the noise down when they're still going over the houses? Because yeah, the, the that's no- about to come next. Yeah, yeah there's a, it's one of my favourite bits. Well, we'll cover that next time. Okay. It's the the noise abatement procedure, it's called. <laughs> yeah, best bit of the programme. <laughs> so, yeah, have a look on YouTube. It's still on there. It's Just look up Noel's Concord and you'll find it. And uh, watch along with us and we'll do more on this next week. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.